0: I think that one's pretty sick. The collapse. Yeah, so good. That's the one for me, I mean... I think so. Yeah, it's already making me dance, so... This is the SongShare Wisdom System, and you're hearing the sounds of the Yamaha DD5. It's a toy drum machine from the 80s, and this toy ended up being the backbone for the song that we made today. We being me, Owen Mistarevich, and the wonderfully talented Joe Torres. When we first jumped on our Zoom call, the first thing Joe mentioned is that he just bought this toy drum machine from a thrift store. Little did he know that I have a deep love for toy instruments, especially ones of the electronic variety, and the one Joe found is especially cool. This is a classic toy instrument from the 80s. It's basically like a cheap lin drum with these little percussion pads, and it really has a unique sound. Ever since I bought a Casio Tone keyboard from a flea market, I realized how unique and interesting and musical these cheap toy keyboards and drum machines from the 80s sound. These keyboards were revolutionary in the fact that they made some great electronic sounds accessible to a greater number of people than ever before.
1: Casio presents the Johnson 5. Rick Johnson on drums. Johnson on bass. On guitar. The stereo keyboard comes with PCM drum sounds.
0: The DP1 electronic drums add snare hi be the drummer you were born to be i imagine many many musicians grew up playing or even learning music on a casio tone or yamaha toy keyboard so naturally these toy keyboards have influenced musicians and even found their way into popular music most notably in trios da 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 <laughs> They made so many of these keyboards in the 80s that you can still find them at thrift stores and on eBay. Some of the more sought after toys can get somewhat pricey, but many of these instruments are still really cheap to buy and totally useful. In fact the toy keyboards from the 80s still really hold up sound wise. Well anyway, I'm excited to show you the song that me and Joe made. Joe is the drummer of the band Swatches. He also has a solo project called Joe Francis, and he does a little guitar on the side of the band called North Lodge. Joe's an audio engineer, a songwriter, a multi-instrumentalist, and I'm really just honored to have his presence on the podcast. So let's just jump right in.
1: first thing that we did is we laid down that drum machine well at least in terms of of recording I think we we discussed a little bit like what we wanted the vibe of this track to be which I think we sort of narrowed it down to disco vibes well yeah I think that's that was our original intent was we were just like yeah man like let's make a disco song you know and then I was like well disco because I've got that little Uh, drum machine laying around that's super cool and it, it sounds like a classic 70s 80s drum machine i mean it's just got those sounds
0: we basically used it as a click and it just felt like a good foundation
1: that that beats like it's got like a nice like Root, like a nice bounce to it you know it's very bouncy
0: yeah it's very bouncy and i think we're hoping that the bouncy drum machine would inspire a groovy acoustic drum part so then joe recorded this
1: I really love it when productions layer a drum machine with a drum kit. And, you know, obviously they're both playing at the same tempo or whatever, or have similar rhythms, but like, I love it when like a drum machine and a drum kit have like a push and pull relationship, rhythmically and also like sonically. But yeah, so we we did the drums and bass,
0: Altogether, together, it made a really hefty rhythm section. I was playing around on my guitar to this rhythm section, and it felt like it was a good time to start adding some electric guitar. guitar began to form some new sections of the song.
1: Also, I just have to say, I love, because when you, when you tracked these guitar parts, some of these, I should say, um, that night that we, we tracked the electric ones, the ones that are just like the little, like the quick, like, you know, like, and then they're out. I love how as this song like came together how how those are in the song like that makes the fucking song for me like the way there's just a little break they just come in and then they're out like it's so sick i love it
0: i made the guitar tone using a korg ms20 as a guitar amp
1: all hail to the ms20
0: for real (laughs) like it's a game changer and i got this really cool filter fuzz tone out of it It's strange because at times it sounds almost more like a quirky brass section than a guitar when it sits in the mix. We basically just stopped recording at this point. We just kind of wanted to hang out. We had built somewhat of a structure to our song. We didn't know the more detailed parts of the structure yet, but we knew that a song existed somewhere in the seven-minute disco jam.
1: We left it at just kind of like, those are some sick ideas, but uh, I'm not really sure how this is going to, all come together just just yet but we'll get it figured out.
0: Me and Joe just ended up hanging out and talking for a few hours. We really got talking deeply about stuff but we're also goofing around a lot especially about the fact that we both worked in IT at our college. At different points we had both worked together and with my boss Craig. He's an interesting dude. He's not very talkative but it seems that he has crazy good taste in music and movies because if we're all doing a project at work, he plays everything from 90s indie rock to like 60s girl group stuff. And he has the coolest movie posters hung up in his office. He's just a guy that we're both kind of perplexed by. So I thought I would put him in the song as kind of an inside joke and a little shout out to Craig. So a day after our initial session, I had written some lyrics and wrote a melody that I liked and I sort of included different ideas from me and Joe's conversation, including the shout-out to Craig, which Joe did not know about. Remember that mezzanine party scene where we met Craig?
1: I was going to ask, I was like, yo, did you, do?" because I heard it the first time I listened through, I was like, did Owen just reference Craig? And I was going to ask you when we listened through it again, and then I, we, we started talking about something else. But I did hear the Craig reference, and I was like, oh my god, shout out to Craig,
0: the king. And Craig, if you're hearing this podcast somehow, I hope you're doing well, and I hope you're still playing cool music at work. But anyway, I also added a bunch of other stuff to the song before I sent it back over to Joe. I added an electric piano part. some acoustic guitar and a synth part.
1: First of all, I mean, when I listened to like what you had added, I was just like, I was super excited and I was super like inspired instantly to like go and like add stuff. But I was like, I don't, I don't really want to add like too many things and I don't want to add anything that's like distracting. I just want to sort of like add like some seasoning on it, you know, like, but yeah, so I, I, I listened through it um, and I loved the vocals and I was like, yeah, super inspired to go like add some stuff. And so I had this idea for like the intro so i was still kind of like trying to think of like ways like all right how can we like kind of like kickstart this and make it like kind of transition into like the the way the drum part comes in and so i had that that synth which it's actually this synth right here the little yamaha reface and i'm just like i'm i'm really into like really just kind of like basic like you know fm is the word i'm looking for yeah Um, and so I was like, I'm just going to do something simple and like kind of just repeat those chords and have it just like, kind of like as another layer underneath. I did the oblique strategies and I forget, I can't, I I can't remember what the exact phrasing on it was, but, um, it was something about like, you know, like playing with filters or whatever. Um, so I went to the filter section (laughs) as one does and, uh. I just started messing around and then that's when I kind of got the idea like in the beginning underneath the other stuff to kind of do that like filter thing that like slowly like comes up and then it kind of becomes like full spectrum as the drums come in and so I did that and I was like okay that's cool um and then I was kind of like this can just like kind of hang underneath and just be like another texture that's kind of there and I originally tried to play something on like the uh chorus section i guess where it's like it kind of gets stripped back where it's like just the guitars and vocals and and rhythm section and it wasn't working so i was like all right so i'll just use this like during the like verses sort of i just like layering i just like layering synths and i I just like layering in general and then that other keyboard part the kind of like twinkly high pitch one that that comes in
0: what synth did you use for that
1: it's the uh cs oh the reface cs same one the yeah. cs yes
0: i love that synth it's really affordable but it sounds really great it's probably the best poly synth you can get for the price
1: right yeah no and that's that's what i love about this thing is like you can get those sounds but it's way more subtle and like way easier to get them and like i have a buddy who has a, a korg mini Log, and like You know those are sick but like i can get i can get mini log sounds on on this thing no problem you know and yeah for that second like kind of twinkly synth part um and so i was again just kind of listening through and like playing around with like little like melodies and stuff and i really liked the way like it came like out of the chorus and kind of had that like pre-verse thing going on for like you know a measure or two or whatever um And so I was like, I feel like there could maybe just be like a little something here.
0: I think my favorite thing that Joe added is this reverberated synth part. It just sits really nicely in that chorus section, and I love the reverb tails that come off of it.
1: Yeah, for sure. And like when I when I recorded the synth part, it was like dry and the release was like pretty short on it. And I was like, man, this this just needs like this just needs a little bit of reverb. And like I'm obsessed with like reverb tales and like moments in songs when like you can actually hear and sort of catch those tales after the initial like attack of, of the instrument or the reverb or whatever. And so I was kind of like it would be cool if we just like filled that space that you know whatever that's like two seconds or whatever with just like a reverb tail and that's it because I was like I don't really want to fill fill the space you know like the silence where it's just the rhythm section is there and I think that's sick but the reverb I think just added a little bit more like depth to it.
0: Joe also sent me some additional percussion elements. Joe added a crash, and he made the bell sound using a glass cup, oddly enough, and I just love how they turned out in the song. I feel like it's exactly what the song called for. And after that, I finish all of my vocal parts, I added a harmony, and then I just started mixing. I'm really happy with all the flavors and textures that we created together. It's like this dancey, mellow, synth, jam, rock, dance, extended track. And I'm pretty happy with it. Oh, also, I forgot, Joe had this idea to put a reverse symbol at the start of the song. I ended up taking his reverse symbol and kind of fucking it up with a sampler, and together we made a weird intro. Anyway, I hope you enjoy the song. This is Free to Think for Me. My guest today was Joe Torres, and you can find his music on all the streaming services under the name Joe Francis. That is J.O. Francis. And please check out his single Tuesday Morning. It's honestly fucking great. And the production on it is just so pleasing and cool and textural. And you can find him on Instagram at callme816.wave you can also find his band Swatches on Instagram at SwatchesBand. You can find my band Paddlefish at Paddlefish.Bandcamp.com. And you can follow me on Instagram at o w n u y. This podcast is released through Aluminum Boy Records. It's a label that I started with my dad so that we could do some small record releases for my records and for some friends. But you can find our website at AluminumBoyRecords.com. I'm Owen Misterovich and thank you for listening to the SongShare Wisdom System.